Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us David Meerman Scott. How are you, David? Doing great. So good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for coming. And it's the first time, I believe it's the first time I'm interviewing someone standing up. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to meet someone because I love standing up. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually coming to you from my uh, home video studio and um, I'm outside of Boston and I have all sorts of cameras and bells and whistles that I can do. Um, but oh, I love to present standing. I love to present standing up. I'm not a, I'm oh, not a sitting down person. That's it's, also awesome. good for, do that. it's also good for your breath, by the way. I mean, oh, you yes. know, I know a number. I know a number of your um, uh, your audience are in the sales business, but when you stand up, mm-hmm. you better project. It's a it's much better for your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, whenever you take a sales call, you should be standing up. Whenever I present, or I'm on a podcast, um, or in this particular studio, what I do is I present. Um, uh, presentations, virtual presentations. I've got my slides here over my shoulder so I can stand up and present. I hate when um, when there's the little thumbnail of me in the corner and the big fat slides. That doesn't work for me. Um, so it's more around standing like we're doing now. But but even even one to one selling, standing up, yeah, projecting oh, yeah. your voice better and it makes yeah. makes it makes a big difference. No, definitely. I agree. And for me, even when I'm, I'm speaking with prospects and stuff, I always do it standing up. Um, I've done it before and I just felt there was something missing. I don't know what it was, but I think this was what you were speaking of. That's the difference. And when partly I up, I energy. Just, it's also yeah. partly energy. You know, when you're standing up, you're burning more calories. Um, yeah. Your blood is flowing to your brain. I mean, it's just all it's all good. That's awesome. Well, audience, we have a special guest here, David. Um, I'm going to allow you, David, to kind of introduce yourself and and everything that you do um, in your own words, please. So I started on a bond trading desk. I loved um, the information that the bond traders were using. I was a terrible bond trader, so I drifted to the information side, worked for companies like Dow Jones and and Thomson Reuters. And what that taught me is the importance of real-time information. So over the past 20 years, I've been writing, speaking, um, advising companies all around the idea of real-time marketing and engaging with audiences and building fans. Um, my most recent book is a book called Fanocracy, Turning Fans into Customers and Customers into Fans. I wrote this with my daughter, Reiko. And what we learned is so interesting is that when you become a fan of something, I'm a huge fan of The Grateful Dead. My daughter, yeah. Reiko, is a massive fan of Harry Potter. The whole idea of this is that you're a part of a tribe of like-minded people. So here's some of my friends at a Grateful Dead concert. And when you're with your tribe of people, you feel safe and comfortable. So mm-hmm. um, I dug into the idea of the neuroscience of how and why we become fans of something. And um, that was super interesting to me. So I've spent the last 20 years on my own. 
Haven't worked for a company um, since 2002, um, focused on this idea of how to um, create content to generate attention. Um, I've written 12 books. Three of them are international bestsellers. I've sold about a million copies of my books in English. My books are in 30 other languages. Um, wow, wow. I've spoken and I've delivered presentations in 47 countries and all seven continents, including Antarctica. Um, so wow. it's all about, for me, it's all about having fun, enjoying myself. And you can see behind me, I've got several things that I love. I'm a huge fan of surfing. Um, I'm not a very good surfer, but I love to surf. I actually made this surfboard with oh, the nice. team over at Green Surfboards. Grateful Dead fans. I got a logo over my shoulder. I'm a fan of the NASA Lunar Program. I've got a, a rocket model over my shoulder as well. Um, I feel like um, something we learned as we were doing the research on our book is that the more you can show a little bit about yourself and your personality, the more people are attracted to you, which is why, uh -huh. you know, some people say, well, why do you have a rock band logo over your shoulder in your home studio? Or why do you have a surfboard? And the reason is because it's a little bit about my personal life and that uh -huh. draws people to me. Um, uh -huh. And that's super interesting to me. I know you asked me for a simple description of what no. I do, but those are some no, things. I love that this. I, those are some things that I do. No, it's amazing. Like, don't don't hesitate. Just be free flowing. This show is all about like having a very casual and and comfortable conversation because I feel like that's where all the magic comes out. You know, that's where the subconscious wakes up when we're two people are relaxed and having a conversation. And I found a lot of gems this way. So it's it's amazing. Um, awesome. And you and you mentioned about you know creating fans, right? So yeah. what would you say as of today? You know, I know that pictures are kind of like done, like videos are more engaging. In your point of view, as building fans, should entrepreneurs, people in business focus on creating content in video format, images? You know, what is your highest recommendation? Well, there's, a, there's actually a couple of things. The first thing is to be thinking about what kind of content is best for you. Uh -huh. um, and some of us, like in my case, I love to write. I've written 12 books. I've been blogging since uh, 2005. I've probably written nearly 2000 blog posts. So I like to write. Um, writing's important to me. Other people um, are, you know, like you're doing right now, creating a podcast, a video uh -huh. podcast. Mm -hmm. um, images, photographs, infographics, all kinds of different types of content. Um, however, when I was doing the research for my most recent book, Fanocracy, with my daughter, um, she's 28 years old. Uh, I mentioned she's a fan of Harry, Harry Potter. She also is now an emergency room doctor at Boston Medical oh. Center. We both she lives outside of Boston as well as I do. And um, she did her undergraduate degree at Columbia University in neuroscience. So one thing that we did was we researched from the perspective of neuroscience, mm -hmm. um, the study of the brain, what is going on in our brains when we become a fan of something. And it turns mm -hmm. out that all humans are hardwired to want to be part of a tribe 
of like-minded people. We're hardwired mm -hmm. to want to be part of a tribe of like-minded people. So when I'm with my friends who are my Grateful Dead friends, um, like at this show, um, we are very much part of our tribe. And I can call, I, these are my friends, but I could talk to anybody at a Grateful Dead concert and be because we're part of the same tribe uh, of people, um, we have an affinity. Um, and it turns out that's rooted as a survival technique, because when you're part of your tribe, you're safe and comfortable. But when you're outside of your tribe, you, you feel vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that's true of all. That's true of all humans. It's hardwired. It's neuroscience. Mm -hmm. One neuroscientist we talked to talked about this idea in the form of proximity. And the idea of proximity is that people who are further than about 12 feet away from you, um, those people are in what's called your public space. And we don't track those people. We know they're out there, but we don't track mm -hmm. them. Between 12 feet and about four feet is called social space. And when someone is in your social space, you're very aware that they're there. Because again, as a survival technique, you need to know your unconscious is saying to you, is this person an enemy, a friend, or what's going on? Mm -hmm. And then inside of four feet is called personal space, where the most intimate um, uh, relationships happen. And the more um, close you get to somebody, the more powerful the shared emotions, either positive or negative. So when you walk into a room with your friends, you feel great because your friends are in the room and you're you're in close proximity to them. If you're in a crowded elevator or a train, mm -hmm. you might feel uncomfortable because those people you don't know. Okay, so I'm getting to the reason why video is actually really important. There's mm -hmm. another form of neuroscience, which is called mirror neurons. And mirror neurons are the part of our brains that fire when we see somebody doing something as if we're doing it ourselves. mirror neurons. And I want to mm -hmm. demonstrate that to you. I've got a lemon in my hand. I've got a slice of lemon in my hand. And if I take a bite of this lemon, my brain fires, which I'm going to do right now. Wow. So I'm taking a bite of the lemon and my eyes begin to water a little bit. My mouth puckers up and I, my, my saliva glands are doing those things. It's a really powerful thing to bite into a lemon. My brain is firing, but your brain is firing too. Everyone who's watching or even just listening to this, your brain is firing because of the power of mirror neurons. So what does this mean for video? Well, it turns out that the same mirror neurons are firing when you see a person on video. And if you're cropped such that you're in social or personal space, people in the audience feel as if through mirror neurons are actually in the same room as you. So here's why this is so important for selling, for marketing, for the use of video of people talking is because we feel as if we know you. This is exactly why we feel that we know a movie star or a television star, even if we know intellectually we've never met them. 
And so you can do exactly the same thing with your selling, with your marketing, if you use video in this way. And you're doing it right now by creating this podcast um, uh, and shooting video. And I know some people are only listening in, but some of us are able to watch the podcast. And when you do, you can feel like you're actually across the table talking with us in person. Your mirror neurons are firing. Super, super powerful way to use the ideas of neuroscience to generate attention for your business and to make more sales. It's such an incredible, incredibly valuable information that you're giving because I never, I couldn't connect the fact that, you know, when I'm, when I'm looking at people and I'm studying what they're providing me, like if I hire a mentor, for example, and I'm watching them and I'm, I'm following their instructions. I see them on, on, on the screen. I feel like I have that relationship with them. You know, when I when I speak to them and I'm talking, I say, hey, how's it going? Like, I feel close to them and I never could figure that out. Like, right. You know, what yeah, is going really, on? But it's now just, you explain it's actually it. A, it's a survival technique. It's um, it's rude. It's hardwired in our DNA to want to be with people who make us safe. And the more you have um, experience with somebody, even on video, the more that survival technique kicks in and that can be something you can use to be more successful as a marketer and as an entrepreneur and as someone who's selling products and services. That's great. And now going back to my question, so I guess the number one way would be video then compared to. Well, um, the two, remember there's two things I mentioned and they're both very important. Number one, what is the medium that you're most comfortable in? Because some people may not want to do video like you and I are doing right now. So what are you most comfortable doing? Some people love to write. Some people love to take photographs. Some people love to create infographics. Some people love to be audio only, but no video. Other people like to do video. So first of all, what are you most comfortable doing? That's very important. And then secondly, yeah, video from a perspective mm-hmm. of neuroscience is super powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like well, you, you bring out your passion when you do the thing that you're comfortable with. So if you're comfortable yes. with videos, you're going to bring out your passion. If you're comfortable with pictures, you're going to bring out your passion, which is very important, right? No, that's absolutely right. Let me give you an example of that from the perspective of images. So um, Mm -hmm. I speak at Tony Robbins business mastery events uh, around the world, have done so since 2014. Um, And a couple of years ago, I met a dentist. His name is Dr. John Marashi. And Dr. Marashi came up to me after my presentation and said, David, I love your idea of fandom. I love your idea of generating fans and growing business through fandom. But I'm a dentist. <laughs> I don't have fans. Nobody likes and I, it. <laughs> and he, I don't have fans, he told me. And I said, well, let's talk about that, Dr. Marashi. What do you love to do? And he said, oh, I love to skateboard. But what does that have to do with dentistry? And I said, it could have a lot to do with dentistry. And I I said to him, you know, we're attracted. We humans are attracted to people who are passionate about what they do. We're passionate about um, um, the things we do in in our private life, which is exactly why I've got my surfboard here. I've got my Great Girl Dead logo over here. Um, is because that passion shines through. So Dr. Marashi says, I love to skateboard. And I said, well, why don't you somehow bring skateboarding 
into your dental practice? And he said, okay, I'll think about it. So that was at the event. He, he came up to me after, our, after my presentation. About six months later, he contacted me and said, David, I just wanted to let you know what happened. I, um, I put um, skateboards on the wall of my dental practice, much like I have surfboards here, skateboards on the wall of his dental practice, Dr. Marashi told me. He said, I sometimes skateboard from one examination room in my practice to another examination room. I have photographs of me skateboarding on my company website. And I created an Instagram and many of the Instagram posts are me skateboarding. And I now have nearly 30,000 followers on Instagram, he told me. And the data is that I've grown my, uh, the, my number of new patients by 30% as a result of doing what you told me to do. And I've grown my revenue by 23% because people are attracted yeah. to a skateboarding dentist. And it's not just people yeah. who skateboard, it's people who just love passion. Now, in his case, he didn't use video the way we're using video right now. It was all based on photographs as well as mm -hmm. having skateboards and him skateboarding in his office. But what it showed is that he had a passion for something outside his business. He had passion for dentistry. Um, last week, I saw two Grateful Dead concerts, my 85th and 86th wow. Grateful Dead concerts. Super I ended up flagging it. Blogging about it, tweeting about it, putting it up on my Instagram. Yeah, I'm a super fan and I share that. And there's lots and lots of people around the world who know that I'm a fan of the Grateful Dead. They may hate the Grateful Dead, but they can appreciate that I have passion yeah. for it. Passion. So whatever it is you do, share that passion with the world. Beautiful. Love it. Love it, David. And that's why, oh, it's pause right now. But I always, you know, I have, I never thought of it like this, but I love like water and waterfalls and stuff like that. So I always have this playing when I'm working with the volume nice. higher so I can hear. And then the wings are like the wings of freedom. Freedom. So I love my passion about making and helping people find that freedom. Right. So I just have these, but I never did it for what you're saying. Right. But now it's making why, so why much not sense. Do a, why not do a whole podcast episode where you talk about that? I mean, yeah. uh, 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 share it on your social media. You know, that, that that's the kind of thing that draws people to us. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, there's so many people who are just by the book, business, 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 especially I've noticed on social networks. So what I've noticed on social networks, many, many, many people, probably everybody, not everyone, probably most of you who are listening in or, or watching what we're talking about right now, on your LinkedIn, it's just business. I just mm -hmm. talk about business with no personal stuff. On your Facebook, perhaps, you, is where you talk about personal stuff. That's true of many people. My mm -hmm. suggestion is bring your, your um, fun stuff, bring your passions, bring your personal life to your LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. Share with us who you are. Make, make yourself into a true human, a three-dimensional person rather than just a, a straight-ahead only business person. Yes. And we always like to ask our guests um, what their inner superpower is that got them to this point. I would say for me, I have an uncanny ability of being able to see patterns in the universe that other people don't see before other people see them. And I'm able to then articulate those patterns I'm seeing in a way, um, typically in the form Beautiful. of a book. 
that um, that sort of is ahead of the curve in what people are talking about. I'll give you a couple examples. So um, back in 2004, 2005, 2006, I noticed very much that everybody was treating the web, marketing on the web, um, as an advertising metaphor. They were spending money on banner ads, spending money on buying email yes. lists. Um, back in 2004, 2005, 2006. I saw a pattern in the universe that no one else was seeing. The web is not about spending money on advertising. The best way to market on the web is to create amazing content. Now, that was pre-social media. So it was blogs were around, but social media not yet. So I talked about how you can create great websites and create great blog posts and create, use great images and photographs and so on. And that ended up becoming a book called the new rules of marketing and PR, uh, which ended up selling um, last I checked over 400,000 copies in English. Amazing. Uh, it's in 29 other languages right now. I'm work. I just finished the eighth edition manuscript. It's going to come out in the eighth edition uh, in April of 2022. Um, and so this was a pattern in the universe that no one else saw. Everyone thought marketing on the web was about buying ads. I said, no, marketing on the web is about creating content. Um, the second pattern in the universe I saw that no one else saw at the time, or at least no one else wrote about it, was that around 2010, um, the web became real time. So you might, many people don't remember this, but prior to 2010, there was no real-time updates on the web. If you wrote a blog post, it took a month for Google to index it. Um, if you updated your website, it took a month for it to be indexed. Um, and it was with the advent of Twitter and some other forms of real-time content that the web became instant and real-time. So I wrote a book called The Real-Time Marketing and PR. That became uh, a Wall Street Journal bestseller. I also pioneered the concept of what I call newsjacking, which is injecting your news ideas into a breaking news story to generate attention, which is a great way to, for entrepreneurs to build business, to do marketing, to do selling. Newsjacking, actually um, a concept I pioneered, um, newsjacking was named to the Oxford English Dictionary a couple of years oh, ago. Wow. So my, you asked me my superpower. My superpower seems to be that I can see patterns in the universe and identify trends. Beautiful. <laughs> very big picture trends before other people. And I write about them and those end up becoming best-selling books um, that then after I've written about them, many, 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 many other people talk about them. So that would be my superpower. Amazing, David. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And I have so much information that I want to research based on this interview. And I know the audience will definitely be excited to watch and, and, and understand and learn about what you're saying. Um, and I know your time is limited. Uh, we want to keep it at 20 minutes. Uh, I'm going to let you go. We're four minutes over. I have so much more I want to talk to you about yeah. and ask you, but I respect well, maybe what you, we'll, what we'll you come want. back and do it again next year, maybe. Yeah, sure. No problem, David. I want you to have a, a great rest of the year, prosperous and healthy. And um, keep in touch. I love making friends with good people and you're a good man and keep it up. Change the world, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Same to you and to everybody listening or watching. Um, I wish you all the best and get out there and share your passions. Thank you, sir. Take care. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you.